Welcome to the Empowered Writer Podcast. I'm Bethany, and I'm an author, actress, book editor, and entrepreneur. I'm also a proud pet mama, and I am obsessed with stories, both creating them and helping you create your own. This podcast is all about nurturing that incredible flame in your belly, the one that burns brightest when you can be yourself, be creative, use your voice, and let your big ideas fly. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. I am back. Oh my goodness, it has been months since I have last talked to you guys. What has been up? How has your summer been? I mean, it's officially fall time, right? September 21st, is that the first day of fall? So was your summer amazing? Was it great? Was it a cruel summer? Look, that was the best I could do. I never said I was a singer. I would love to be a singer. Like, I wouldn't even need the stadium tours. I would just love to be a cabaret singer and just have that, you know, really intimate space with a group of people singing my songs while people eat good food. Like, that sounds so fun to me. But anyway, back to the point. (laughs) How was your summer? I won't sing again, but tag me in all your photos. Let me know. I love looking at vacation pictures. It's living vicariously, I suppose, at this point because it has been ages since I've taken a vacation. I thought I would remedy that this year, but, you know, life, (laughs) life happened and I was not able to go on vacation like I had planned. Uh, The biggest, biggest thing that happened in my life is um, you guys might be aware of this already if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, but my beloved, beloved soulmate Kitty Edward, he passed away. Uh, He passed away August 20th and he almost made it. He almost made it to his birthday. His birthday is October 31st. And yes, he was born October 31st. He's a black cat and I could not have just planned it better, (laughs) but he was, he was amazing. And he just, um, you know, it was a very tough decision to make and a lot went into that decision. I was back and forth talking to one of my best friends who is a vet tech, back and forth talking to the vet herself and just also sitting with Edward a ton and trying to really tune in to how he was feeling and what he needed and and yeah so he walked into heaven on August 20th at around 1 p.m. and it was huge (laughs) I you know he's been a part of my life for almost 16 years and it was just It was very difficult and it's still difficult. I mean, I think anyone who has gone through this knows that it's, um, it's, it's huge. (laughs) It's painful and it sucks. And I, uh, you know, as I work, he was a wonderful, wonderful work buddy. I called him my keyboard kitty because he loved sitting on the keyboard. And if he couldn't sit on the keyboard, he was sitting on my wrists or laying directly across my wrists because he was just that kind of cat. You know what I mean? And so you know what? I think that this podcast episode needs to be dedicated to all the keyboard kitties out there and to all the dogs that sit at our feet, to all the ferrets that, you know, scamper in the room or the birds that chirp behind us. Whatever your, you know, whoever that's that special little soul is, this podcast episode is dedicated 
to them. And so, you know me, I need to see those pictures. <laughs> so send them my way and tag me because yeah, um, our, our little, our little fur babies and, and pets, they just, they really are such a huge part of our lives, aren't they? So yeah, let's make this episode in honor of all the little souls that sit at our feet and are with us and are curled in our laps when we're writing and creating and just being and existing. They are such a huge part of our lives. And if you have lost a little soul, um, you are in my heart and your little, your little sweetie is in my heart and I am sending you a lot of love. The topic for today is funny because I've been thinking about it for a while and it actually was inspired by Edward and it's, it's kind of interesting, but I thought we would just dive into it because as I was going through pictures of Edward trying to find, of course, the perfect ones to print out, hang on my wall and, and I'm actually having a little memorial service for him. So I need to print out pictures for that. As I was going through them, I noticed in the background, I literally, from the 15 and, you know, eight months that he was a part of my life, I literally have the same junk in the background. It, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I literally am carrying around from house to house, from year to year, the same junk. And I you know, of course, I upgraded the couch, I would change the couch, I would change the rugs, I would change, you know, stuff like that. But in terms of just stuff, you know what I mean? Like the the notebooks, the books, the decor, things like that, just the same. And it got me thinking about how time just goes by. You know, it really goes by. Sometimes it goes by and it feels really fast. Sometimes it goes by and it feels really slow. You know, the days themselves seem slow, but the years are just like, whoa, what the heck? Where did 2012 go? Where did 20, you know, 2010 go? Where did 1999 go? And it can really make you breathless for a minute when you sit down and think about it. And as I was looking at these photos, I did notice that there were things in the background that to this day, I'm like, damn, I haven't fixed that. <laughs> or damn, I haven't, I haven't bought a new one of those. Or like, wow, that's still in my possession. And it just got me thinking like, why? Why haven't I upgraded certain things? Why haven't I switched out certain things? Why haven't I just, you know, I can't think of another word for it, but yeah, upgraded just got something new, something a little bit better. And of course, there's a difference between you just love something and you don't want to get rid of it. You just, you know, it fits you. It's perfect for you. And you're just like, hey, let's not be wasteful. Let, you know, it's working. Why get a new one? Why fix what ain't broke, right? But I guess in a broader sense, it just got my mind thinking, the wheels turning about progress and life and our dreams and our goals. Yeah, so <laughs> the brain neurons really started firing as I was looking at all of these photos. And like I said, this is not something about clutter. It's not something about buying new stuff. It's not, this episode is not about any of that. It just is the thing that first triggered the thought 
which is the topic for today. And the topic for today, (laughs) now this is a segue, is the home runs of life. Now, (laughs) I know I'm talking about my kitty, then I'm talking about clutter, and now I'm talking about home runs. But this is how my brain works sometimes. And you know what? We're just going to roll with this. It's my first episode back in like months. So we're going to roll with this. But I hope you're still following me around the room and that you're able to get what I'm telling you. Because here's the thing. As I was looking at these photos, back to the photos, and I was thinking about progress I just wondered why. And with some introspection and really, really thinking about it, I wanted to look at the patterns of what I was doing. I wanted to look at the choices I was making. You know, life is about the action steps. Growth is right now. What we do daily, it's not somewhere out in the future. Like we are building who we are with everything we do, everything we don't do everything we work towards, everything we say yes and no to. Like it's all happening right now. And for me, the big epiphany I had, and let me actually just back up for a minute, like really, really quick (laughs) and say the thing that just that picture kind of those pictures just tapped into was what I was living through. And the pictures just showed me it if that makes sense. Like, you know how sometimes you have a really good friend in your life and you're doing all these things and behaving all this way and your friend calls you out on it and they're like, why are you doing that? You look a little foolish. That's kind of what that picture, well, that picture, those pictures did for me. It felt like I was, you know, being tapped on the shoulder, like, hey, notice this, notice this about your patterns and your behavior and your life right now. So what I'm talking about today is very embodied. And you know me, I think some of the most powerful things that you can teach someone, tell someone, and just kind of like help people with is stuff where you are embodying it, where you have that embodied wisdom. And you might not still be embodying it, like especially if it was you know, a bad habit or something, but you have the embodied wisdom where you went through it. You know, the heat of those flames, you know, the weight of what you were carrying, you know, the pain of that game. It's very embodied. And so when I'm talking about home runs, which I swear I'm getting to, and I'm talking about patterns, trust me, this is extremely embodied. And I realized through these pictures, I have been doing this for not just a couple weeks, not just a couple months, not just a couple years. I've been doing it for 15 years and like eight months. So that's crazy. (laughs) It just really made me sit back and be like, shit. And now what am I talking about when I say the home runs? Well, here's the thing. Have you ever had that moment in the nighttime And you're just thinking tomorrow is a fresh day. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Like you have a list, you have plans, you feel good. You feel like I'm accomplishing this because I didn't accomplish shit today. (laughs) You're just like tomorrow. I swear to God, I'm set. I'm going to eat right. I'm not going to eat any junk food, no sugar for me. And I'm going to get my work done. But then you wake up the next morning and the first thing you want is a donut. And so you go grab a donut you eat it. And then you're like, shit, I messed up already. Like the day is already wasted. 
It's already wasted. I messed up. I struck out. And so you just don't care for the rest of the day. You're just like, all right, well, I might as well eat whatever I want. (laughs) I might as well just finish the day. It could be eight in the morning when you eat that donut and you just feel like you struck out and you might as well just, you know, strike out the rest of the day. Or you eat great in the morning. You have like a good hearty breakfast full of protein and fruit and you're feeling good. But then three o'clock rolls around. And if you're anything like me, like I swear to God, it's a subconscious thing. It's very like inner child pattern where when three o'clock rolls around, I am starving. I am legit starving. And I swear to you, it's a hold up. It's a holdout from when I was a kid. I grew up on Guiding Light. Okay, like the soap opera. Guiding Light was my jam. Ross and Blake, Reva and Shane, Annie Dutton up to her shenanigans, um, Cassie and the two princes, like the whole thing. It was my life. All right. (laughs) So sad when it got canceled. But anyway, I would come from I would come home from school and I would park it in front of the TV and I would grab all my food and then of course park it in front of the TV and I would eat for like an hour solid while I watched my show. And so it's like, I don't know, I still just get starving at three o'clock. I could eat at one o'clock, but something in my brain is like, it's three o'clock. You're hungry. Anyway, when three o'clock rolls around, no matter what, I could have eaten breakfast. It could have been great. I could be doing all my work, but It's just like, oh my God, I'm hungry. I become this human vacuum of carbohydrates and junk food. And then I'm like, oh my God, I I messed up. Like I completely struck out. The day is ruined. I might as well eat more junk for dinner. I might as well quit working and start tomorrow. And it's like my brain, for some reason, my brain needed a home run. Meaning I had to be perfect at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I had to check off every freaking item on that to-do list, no matter how long that to-do list was, no matter how full it was of tasks that, you know, like realistically probably should take five hours to do. And I'm thinking I can do it in 20 minutes, but I needed it to be a home run or otherwise I would just push it off until tomorrow. I would just say, oh, I struck out. I'll start again tomorrow. It's kind of like going down a set of steps and you kind of stumble down two of them, you know, but you catch yourself. You don't fall. You just like stumble down two. But then you're like, oh, I stumbled. I took a stumble. I might as well throw myself down the rest of the steps. And that sounds crazy when I say it that way, right? But every day, that's what I was doing. No matter if it was in the morning, at three o'clock, it could have been at seven o'clock. If I felt like I, I struck out, I might as well start over. And Because of that, it would just push me every single day. Do it tomorrow, do it tomorrow, do it tomorrow. And now 15 years and eight months have passed, right? Is it eight months? His birthday's October. He passed in August, (laughs) September, October. 10 months. 15 years and 10 months. That's even worse. (laughs) I've been doing this for a long time. And No wonder I don't have everything I want. Like there's so many things I'm grateful for. Don't get me wrong. And so many things I have accomplished, which I'm very proud of myself for. But there are still things that I'm like, damn, it's still out of reach. I still don't have it. I still haven't done it. And I think to myself, well, why? 
And it's because I am viewing every day as if it has to be some flawless victory, perfect score, home run. The pressure of that, the unrealistic standard of that, it's causing, I don't want to sound like, you know, hyperbolic, but it's causing my whole life to freeze up. I mean, it really is because it's just instead of pushing through, just like, okay, I ate a donut. It's like, oh, I ate a donut. Oh my God, you're such an idiot. You struck out. You're no good at this. Just, you might as well throw this day away and start tomorrow. You know, I would really, now that I can, I'm aware of it and I was able to really watch myself. I was like, wow, I really am embodying this. And of course, I'm working on fixing that and being aware of it and being really just gentle with myself and um, just thinking like, okay, what can I do? And it's just, it's just so funny that these pictures really brought it to the surface. Like I was thinking about my progress before Edward passed away, but it really drove it home seeing those photos. And I just had that, that moment, you know, I just snapped my finger, that kind of you know, the light bulb went off. It's that home run mentality. And here's what I found to be, you know, the counteraction to that. Instead of viewing your days as having to be these perfect home runs, I want you instead to just be amazingly okay with getting a hit. (laughs) And let me explain what that means. (laughs) I mean, just like, Taking a swing and getting yourself on first base, getting yourself on second base, focus on the bases and get there, get yourself around and then get to home plate. Don't think that you have to like wallop it out of the field and run and have that be a home run. Like just focus on getting that hit. I <laughs> it doesn't have to be these big Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio things. It can be just, hey, I got myself to first base. I had a pretty okay breakfast. All right, now I'm going to focus on the afternoon. I'm just going to see how that goes. It doesn't have to be perfect. I don't need to be perfect. It doesn't have to be some big deal, flawless victory. I'm just going to focus on getting myself around the plates and getting back home. That's the success of it. Whether that means like if you literally want to divvy up your day as like a.m., afternoon, evening, and you just kind of work that way. And you're just like, I just need to get through the AM. I just need to get through the midday. That's cool. Or if you just think to yourself, hey, I know I want to do these things. And if I can just get these two tasks done, that's like getting myself to first base. And I did it. And that's wonderful. And I feel so good. I mean, for me, that's how I've been doing it, where I have my list. And I just think to myself, I literally underline, like I make the list. And then I look at it, I underline or I circle and I'm like, okay, these two things, I just need to get these done. That's it. And if I can get these two things done, (laughs) then it's like I've gotten a hit. You know what I mean? The ball was thrown at me and I hit it. It doesn't need to be a home run. It can bounce on the field and then roll outward or something, but it's just fine. I hit the ball and now I'm making some progress forward. I'm going to first. I hope you're getting the metaphor (laughs) because in my head, it helped me a ton. Basically, don't worry about getting the home run all the time. It puts so much pressure and stress on everything. 
And I know this to be true because I've been living in this pressure cooker for at least 15 years and 10 months. And I promise you it's been longer than that because I am older than 15 years and 10 months. And this has probably always been a behavior pattern of mine. Once more, I'm working on it. The the home run analogy is helping a ton, (laughs) but I just want to leave you with that. Just, it doesn't have to be a perfect home run. Your days can just be getting yourself to first base, moving to second, like rounding the corner to third, and you can be tired and you can, you know, be a little messy with things. Like there are days where I don't do dishes. There are days where I forgot to do laundry, but guess what? I still consider that getting to my bases and getting home. You know what I mean? Like I've reached that home plate. It is still a success to me, even though the dishes didn't get done that day and I forgot to do laundry. Like it's fine. It's totally fine. And with that lessening of pressure, I'm actually able to function better. It's like my brain isn't in some perfection vice or, you know, to use another kind of image, imagine yourself in a toaster, like not one of those where it looks like a little oven, but like an old school, you push down the button and you're in like that toaster where it heats up on either side and the bread is like in the middle. And it's kind of like that. It's like I would put myself in this mental toaster And if I did this in one direction, I got burned. But if I did that in the other direction, I got burned again. And pretty soon I just was like this, you know, wound up tight, afraid to move, afraid to do anything because I had to be perfect or else I'd get burned. Jeez, no wonder. (laughs) No wonder there's still things that I'm struggling with and that I still don't have. And, you know, it's just it's that pressure to get it perfectly right or I might as well start tomorrow. I am no longer focused on the home runs. I am focused on just getting myself, whether I need to walk to first base, whether I need to run to first base, whether I need to make a slide, (laughs) whatever it is, I'm just focused on getting myself moving forward. So that's what today's about. Just moving forward, letting go of the idea. It has to be a perfect home run and just instead focusing on, Hey, as long as I'm hitting the ball, I can move myself forward and it doesn't need to be some perfect thing. It's okay. You, me, we're doing it. We're doing the best we can with what we have in this moment. And there are days where you might feel like you're striking out a lot, but you're really not. Like really, you're, I trust me, you're really not striking out. And I know it can kind of feel like, well, I didn't get this done. I didn't get that done. What else would you call it? Well, I would say in the moment, with what you have, including the like just the mental fuel you have, the time you have, you're getting done what you can get done. Some days I have a wide open schedule. Other days I have a dentist appointment, a vet appointment, and then I have to go see, you know, I have to go to the store and, and run my errands. And then it's just like, whoa, I'm trying to fit 10 hours of tasks into the 30 minutes of free time that I actually have. And I could frame it as like, wow, I suck. I'm, I'm striking out everywhere. I'm not getting anything done. Or I can just see like, wow, I'm getting a lot done today for my teeth and my dog and my groceries. I, that's great. If that was on a to-do list, and I highly recommend you put stuff like that on your to-do list, that ball was thrown at you and you hit it out of the park. 
or, you know, you hit it because <laughs> we're not, we're not focused on hitting it out of the park. We're just focused on hitting it and moving forward. And you did, but you have to be aware that you can only do what you can do with what you have in that time. And I could go into that. Oh my God, it's a whole nother podcast episode and I'll probably end up talking about it, but that's what I want to leave you with today. It doesn't always have to be a home run. And if you have days that are home runs, that's fantastic. And that's wonderful. But like in baseball, most people don't get home runs every single time they go up to bat. The home runs are amazing and get the fireworks because they're not that normal. You know what I mean? They're more rare. Most players are just focusing on the ball, hitting it as best they can and moving forward in the game. And that's what I want you to do. So I'm going to see you on the next episode. I know it's Preptober and I hope you're having a really fun time with that. I love Preptober. I love watching videos of Preptober. I don't know. It just makes me feel happy. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but if you are doing nano or if you are just really focused on getting a book written at the end of this year, I would love for you to check out my website, bethanyhensel.com because I have a very, very special course that I am launching October 15th. So I don't know when you're listening to this podcast episode, but if you are listening to it before October 15th, you have time to sign up. This, oh my gosh, this is more than a course. It's called the Story Academy 2.0, and it is a live experience, and it is an implementation program. Now, what does that mean? It basically means that it's not going to be generalized. Like, of course, I'm going to be teaching you stuff and I'll be using examples, but to make sure you really understand and get how to apply it to your own work, you're going to apply it to your own work. Like right during class, we're going to use student examples. So then you get it and you have the community to help you and brainstorm with you. And it's just going to be a ton of fun. I've done this before but I've never done it with this much heavy implementation. And so I'm just really excited. And if you want to finish that book, whether you have no idea, whether you have a ton of ideas and you just can't pick one, check it out. BethanyHensel.com. I will tell you more about it, I'm sure, in other episodes, but... There's a lot more information on the website, so check it out. And yeah, I hope to see you in there. So to our little fur babies and birds and ferrets and snakes and spiders or whatever little creature you have or had, this episode is for them. I will wrap this up now. I want you to have an amazing day and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.